The opinions expressed during this podcast are conversational in nature and expressed for comedic purposes. Not all the facts will be correct. This podcast and the incoherent rantings within are often satirical and for entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion advised. going on guys welcome in welcome back another episode of not sure take my keys lefty bones here vernon foxtail the dfw the good dr junk mcstone it's been a few weeks we got a lot of hot shit to get to nelly would be impressed at the hot shit we got to get to so take it on down 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 baby street in a range rover <laughs> i i'm excited uh i'm ready to pop this one off you know, I'm I'm ready to get going. I, I need to uh, let off some some steam, I guess. I gotta I got some words to say. You gotta blow your load. That's right. Well, with Mr. Foxtail's permission, I am fine with jumping right on in. Yeah, yeah, we can get right on in there. And it's been a few weeks. There's some pent up uh, sexual frustration and whatnot uh, going on. So yeah, let's hit it. Run up, run up in it, Doc. Yeah, I mean. The last time we talked, we talked on the morning of Bill Sunday. Bill's game, yeah, Chiefs Bills game, and uh, I was I was nervous for that game. I I did not want to lose to the Bills. I did not want to lose to Josh Allen. They talking all that shit about hey, you got to come here, you got to come here. Woo, did we come there? Did we? We showed up. They've all been there. Yeah, talk about full release. Like, come on. I don't know about you two, but. That felt so good to go in there and win. I mean, it wasn't a smooth one, but it was a win, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah I mean, a win is a win is a win. That's what they say. And, uh, you know, like Josh Allen just, I don't, I don't know what happened over there. They just choked. I mean, as soon as it turned to two minutes, they, like, forgot how to play football. Like, they were more worried about not giving the ball back to Mahomes than actually trying to score. And that was the yeah. most hilarious part was they were so concerned about, oh, God, don't don't give the ball back to the Chiefs. Don't let Patty beat us. And then they just let the defense win the game instead. Yeah, yeah. it was it was really weird. But when nope. he missed that kick, when that dude missed that kick, that was amazing. Oh, yeah. That, I, feel bad for that dude. I feel bad. Tyler Bass, I believe, is his name. Woo, yeah, man. That was a shank and a half, too, of all the all the times you want to do it. Oh, man, hard, too. That was a bad one. Hey, so we're watching us. the game here at the house, and the announcer said something about, like, you know, he hadn't, he hadn't missed a kick inside of 40 yards all season, and the wifey mm-hmm. actually goes, until now. <laughs> fucking shanked it. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, God. She nailed it. <laughs> I know you guys that, aren't on uh, that witchcraft the, voodoo honor. Yeah, you guys aren't on the social media as much as I am. But uh, did you see the the videos where the dude set up like a fan, and the yeah, fan yeah, 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 blowing at the TV? All <laughs> that one. Yeah, it was, it was pretty pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, you know, when that happened, when we beat the Bills, like we had to play the Ravens next, which we'll get into in a minute. But I. I was just like, you know, we beat the Bills. I'm happy. If we lose to the Ravens, we lose to the Ravens because right. the, Raven, the Ravens were like, they were the best team in the NFL all year. There'd be no shame to go to Baltimore and lose, you know. 
and I was just so happy to beat those Bills fans and that team. And, but, you know, anything else to say on that before we move on to the Ravens? I just thought that the whole the whole thing stems from the very, like, you know, week four, week five of the season when all the talking heads and all the analysts and everybody were talking all their mad shit about, oh, oh the Chiefs falling off, blah, blah, blah. And that I mean, that narrative continued literally until we played the Ravens. Like, the, oh, the Chiefs just aren't. They aren't the team that they were. Yeah, because we didn't win every game. We didn't win, like, five in a row right off the bat. Like, Well, what? also, we would have been the number one seed and had the best record in the NFL if our receivers just, like, caught the ball. But yeah. everyone seemed to have forget, forgot that. They're like, oh, the Chiefs are 11-6. and six. They suck. But, you know, if MVS caught the pass against the Eagles, we win that game. Uh, the Lions game, if... Kadarius Tony didn't just like hand the ball to their defensive back who ran it in for a right. touchdown. We win that game, or at the end of the game, if Sky Moore catches it or Kadarius Tony catches it, we at least tie it, send it into overtime, probably win. Right. The Bills game because Kadarius Tony doesn't line up off sides, we score a touchdown, we win. Exactly. I mean, that's three games right there. Like instead of eleven to six, we would have been fourteen and three. Uh, it's just no. It was some fluke shit, and then everybody took the opportunity to like try to kick kick a team while they're down, but not down. That's where no. the mistake was made. Not down. And no. and then the defense, I mean, with with as many trials and tribulations as the offense went through, everybody still seemed to kind of like, it's like the defense flew under the radar, even though they were maybe as good as any defense in the NFL, considering how the offense was so turnover prone. It's just funny. But, the, but yeah, moving on. on. Onward to Baltimore. Moving on to the Ravens there. That game. <laughs> yeah, so... I thought if we just did not have any turnovers, we would win the game. I was like, and I, and I think the same thing about the next game as well. But if we, if we just, if we don't have any turnovers, I think we win the game. And the way Lamar, I mean, well, first, let's talk about their coaching staff. They only gave the ball to the running backs five times the entire game. And, yeah, it's pretty suspect. And the first carry that Gus Edwards had was a 15-yard run. And our defense is like 27th, 28th in the league against the run. And you're the number one running offense in the league. And you only run five rushes to your running backs all game. Like, I, I blame Lamar. You know, he had two turnovers, a horrible interception at the end of the game. But I feel like they're off their coaches, their offensive coordinator, whatever, panicked. They should have just stuck to the run. And I think they probably beat us. They didn't. No, I, thought, the I thought it was absolutely hilarious that they, they wouldn't run the ball. And then whatever was going on with Lamar Jackson's brain, because that dude was terrified. Mm-hmm. He looked absolutely uncomfortable the entire fucking game. Like, every time he dropped back, he was – yeah, that, there was that old clip of uh, – God, I want to say it was maybe it was Josh Rosen or some other quarterback, some shitty young quarterback. He's talking about seeing ghosts out there. Seeing ghosts. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that's the dude on the Jets. What's his name? Zach Wilson. Yeah. Zach Wilson. Well, that's what Lamar Jackson looked like. Like he, he saw rushers coming that weren't even there. Like that dude was mm-hmm. terrified. I think he was terrified uh, to throw an interception or make a mistake. He never you saw what happened there. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, know, and it, yeah. I know Foxdale knows this. They talk about like with the like skateboarders or different action sport guys that when you're trying not to get hurt, that's when you get hurt, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. When you're sitting there thinking about it, trying not to. Yeah, that's oh, what that Lamar was thinking about throwing interceptions and not doing it. And then he was just like, 
Uh-oh. Shit. Beep. Oh, another one. He did have some impressive sneakaways whenever we had our guys getting hands on him, man. How he would dip and tuck out of that. Like, there was a few times I, I was like, I'm like, man, wow. <laughs> he got out that real quick. And then his own his own tip reception. Yeah, his like, own pass, yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> our guys should have been on that a little bit better. But I was impressed by him actually picking that back up. So there was parts where it I got scary. I don't know scary. if you saw the, uh, the All-22 film. It's like the whole field for that play nobody nobody saw the all 22 film <laughs> all right so well, if drew we if you remember like, drew drew tranquil like caught him by his ankle and tackled him when mm -hmm. he caught his own pass yeah drew tranquil didn't tackle him that dude was scoring there was nobody over yeah him. i mean we had two guys <laughs> near him i think yeah the other one was already probably hung up or was falling but yeah we did have the one guy barely hanging onto his foot yeah, if he didn't get him, that he was going to score a touchdown. He was going to score like an 80-yard touchdown on a pass he caught himself, that he threw to himself. Oh, that's like one of those plays that so much on the razor's edge, you know what I mean? Like, it, it ended up pretty what, much were we rushing on a, that? A, a no big deal. So we had nobody in the backfield. Like, <laughs> it was wide open. Know, yeah. Like, we almost intercepted it. Yeah, the Chiefs almost picked it off, which would have been a huge deal. If Drew Tranquil doesn't tackle him, he goes for a touchdown, which would have been a huge deal. But at the end of the day... It didn't matter. Neither one of those things happened. It was just like one of those fluke, weird shit plays. Oh, were the were the poking the ball right there off Flowers right at, at the touchdown line, like halfway. I mean, between after, the yard after, line there. Yeah, after he taunted the play before, there's a word for that. I can't remember what it is. Like, you know, you put you put bad energy out there. You're gonna get bad energy. Something bad's gonna. Oh, happen. you talking about karma? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That could be it. That's, that's uh, right. That's right. That is yeah. the word for that, isn't it? Instant it was, karma, man. There's a John Lennon, I believe, had a song called Instant Karma, and that's what that was. That was like immediate turnaround. I'm just so tired, too, of all the – the Chiefs have become the most hated team in the NFL. I don't know if you guys are I love that. it. I mean, that yeah, yeah that's what that. comes with what we got going on. I mean, we got like a, a plethora of, of hate, you know? We got yeah. – the best quarterback, and then we got the best tight end duo with, with Travis Kelsey, who's dating Taylor Swift. I mean, we just got a whole whole bundle of hate right now rolling around. And, like, we're, <laughs> we're not supposed to be the dynasty, you know what I mean? Well, I think I think that's what's going to carry the Chiefs uh, through the Super Bowl. We're going to, you know, go ahead and fast forward here to the next game. But it, we got one more week to go. But I think, I think that Huey Lewis in the news called it about 40 years ago. It's the power of love. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Chiefs all the way through the all the way through the Super Bowl. All this hate that they're getting, but that swelsy love is gonna make this big old rainbow fucking bubble, and all the Swifties are surrounding the Chiefs' kingdom in this like protective, insulated layer of glory and peace, and just rainbows and sparkles and fucking strawberry sherbet buttholes just <laughs> carrying us right on through. Glitter, glitter, lots of glitter. <laughs> yeah, it's just. You know, everyone is so mad. The refs are with us. You know, it's all rigged. Like, I'm so tired of all of it. But, yeah, let, I mean, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Talk about like Super I said, Bowl. I, I, think, I think we win as long as we don't turn the ball over. If you watch the 49ers defense against the Packers and against the Lions. They look like shit. Games, terrible. They look terrible. Fucking pathetic. And their defense doesn't make a lot of adjustments. It's not super secretive. Uh, you know, kind of what you see is what you get. And Andy Reid, with two weeks to prepare for that, I think it's just going to tear yeah. them apart. 
Well, I don't understand. I don't see how we don't run, like, I don't see, I really don't understand how we don't rush for, like, 250 yards against them. Like, Mahomes may have a fairly easy time of things. You know, knock on wood and everything. But, I mean, if we can get the run game going, the Lions gashed them on the ground. The Packers gashed them on the ground. And then they just, they don't know how to win. So, neither one of those teams know how to finish games. Fucking Chiefs do. And I don't Mm. see how we don't just run them, like, seriously run them out of the fucking stadium. Plus, it's at Arrowhead West. It's at our second home field. Yeah. It's true. Yep. I mean, the only thing that scares me about the Niners is Christian McCaffrey and a little bit yeah. of George Kittle because we're going to lock down their receivers. And I feel like Purdy's going to make a mistake against our defense. I feel like well, Spags. Okay, Spags if Tua can't, Tua can't put up points against the Chiefs defense, Josh Allen did for a while, but Lamar Jackson can't put up points. Tua can't, Josh Allen kind of did, and, and Lamar Jackson can't. What Brock Purdy going to do? Fuck off. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah and yeah. he's super fresh, too, isn't he? He's still fresh. So mm-hmm. He's fresh, and he's a seventh-round pick. I mean, now we got a rolling seventh-round pick in, in Pop Pop Pacheco, but, I mean, that's different. That's that's a baby in a fucking McDonald's playpen there. That's, that's a different story. <laughs> okay. No, that's probably the only reason thing I, that really scares me is McCaffrey, because if they just turn around and hand it to him 30, 35 times, keeps Mahomes off the field, we suck at stopping the run. I mean, if I was their coach, that's what I would do. I would just hand him the ball the entire game. Throw in a, a play-action pass every once in a while. But I got to put the hurting on him then. I think, I think we're going to win. Dude, I mean, McCaffrey does have a history of, once again, so does Pop Pacheco, but McCaffrey's got a history of, of getting dinged up, man. I mean, I don't know if he holds up to 35 carries. With well, uh, fucking Nick Bolton, Nick Bolton sticking his helmet in there, going after those kneecaps. Well, I'm going to say final score, 31-13. to 13. Chiefs. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't think they're going to score against us. I just I don't think they're going to score. I'm worried about McCaffrey. They handed it to him 250 times. 13 points. <laughs> well, I don't I don't think they will. I think they'll get behind and they'll freak out just like all the other teams do. It's like they see Mahomes on the other side and they think they have to get in a shootout. Like that's not what you got to do, but I just I there's something. Oh, they got to. Thinking about so they have to. If they if they get behind, they're gonna they're gonna go away from the run game. Purdy's gonna make mistakes. Gonna throw interceptions. Yeah. So thirty-one thirteen. Chiefs. Super Bowl. Thirty-one thirteen. Mister Foxtail. Yeah. You, you got a number line you'd like to put down for the game? Hi, man. I don't know. I'll say 27-24. See, that's kind of more like along the lines of what I was thinking, but I'm going even a little bit lower. Sure. And I'm gonna say. 24-17. I just I see it being one of those games kind of like the Ravens game where it starts out, there's a little bit of back and forth but once Spagnuolo figures out what he's got to do to slow them down I think the Chiefs may sit on it again for the second half. I hope we can. I hope, I hope we're in a position for the second half to be the most boring half of football ever. <laughs> That's oh. what I want. I want the second half to be just like that Ravens game where it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm about to fall asleep. Should be decent asleep. weather, right? Because they're going to be inside, right? They, is that yep, dome style? Dome. So, all right, I don't know how I have weather issues going. These past games we had to go through. Well, not Baltimore so much. That wasn't too cold of a game. We had our deep freeze yeah, game. Bill's game was raining. not as cold, but still colder. Raining. That's what it was. It was. It was drizzling. The last thing I wanted to touch on with this Super Bowl preview is, and, and I, 
I do. I know Dr. Junk is aware, and Mr. Foxtail, you may be as well. I don't know if our listeners are, but when the uh, Allegiant Stadium, which is home of the Raiders and the the host stadium of the Super Bowl this year, was being built, there was actually a Kansas City Chiefs fan working the construction crew, and he buried the Kansas City Chiefs banner in like the foundation of that stadium. Yeah, I saw somebody. <clears throat> there's like a Raider death. Deadpool guy supposedly that unburied it. Oh, he dug, he dug yeah, it up. Dug it up. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a really terrible photoshopped image of what's yeah, going on yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, wow. <laughs> I will. I will throw out one last stat. So, there's been like five defenses that made it to the Super Bowl, and every single game they played up to that year have given up 27 points or less. Right. All the previous ones that did that won the Super Bowl that got there. Yes. Chiefs uh, are there, and they have not given up more than 27 points this year. So, Go Chiefs! If you're going to Kansas on Thursday, Lefty! you should play some bets. I don't gamble, but I'll keep that in mind. It's not a gamble when you win. <laughs> I don't ever win. <laughs> but I never lose either. All right, staying in the world of sports and really in the circle of trust around the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Dr. Junk actually posted an article our little chat thread uh, the other day that I thought was pretty interesting. It seems like obviously there's been a lot of heat coming down on the Chiefs and especially on uh, new Chiefs superfan Taylor Swift. Um, I think it's just because she's too pretty and Travis Kelsey's too pretty and everybody's mad about it. Super mad. But uh, apparently there's maybe a little bit more nefarious than that. There may be some deeper rooted stuff going on. Uh, Doctor, would you like to take us through kind of the the skeletal skeletal remains of of the what you posted maybe we can put some muscles and some some soft tissue on it well it's obvious guys that she is a a plant from the left side government she's a psyop which i have not looked up what that meant means but i tried to figure it out myself i think it means a psych psychologist psychiatric operative like She's a she's like mind fucking you basically is what I figure psyop means, but uh, oh okay well that's good to know yeah yeah so so you know Mr. Pfizer Travis Kelsey you know he mm. he, he sold out oh, yeah. America you know sold out America to get everyone to take the jab and now they've rigged her with Taylor Swift because if every Taylor Swift fan like votes for a Democrat then. You know, she's a plant to make Taylor Swift fans vote Democrat, basically, is what it is. It's all it's all arranged. It's not real. The NFL's rigged. Uh, everybody's in on it. Okay, well, you came close to doing that, but I'm going to go ahead and close the circle up for the listeners out there. What he forgot to mention was that the NFL's rigged for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Mm, yes. So yes. that Taylor Swift can then come out after the Super Bowl, endorse Biden, and brainwash all of the lemmings into voting for Biden as if Swifties weren't already voting left. I, I don't really see how <laughs> oh, that's so like a Super make a Bowl. Damn difference. I'm pretty sure they're all either too young to vote or voting left anyway. But maybe not. I could be wrong. I don't know. It's a Super Bowl super packed situation. That's what it sounds so like to me. Yeah. Super rigged. Super rigged. 
I mean, I'm, I, you know, okay, let's say it's true. I'm fine with it as long as the Chiefs get to win the Super Bowl. As long as that's mm. part of the plan, I'm, I'm good with it. I mean, that's right, one right, hell right. of a way to go so around upset. about doing it too. You know, if, if it's real, it's like, wow, this is fucking extraordinarily wild. Yeah, get... how did we all get so lucky? Why did they pick us? Yeah, you know, like... yeah, right. They could have picked any team. They picked the Chiefs. Is like, thank you. Right, like thanks, they didn't pick, thanks, they didn't pick Cowboys, America's team, or or a team on the East Coast or the West Coast. You know, where there's a lot well, more. All those people are already voting. They're already voting liberal, not Texas, but the East and West Coast are. They're trying to turn the heartland, trying to turn the the, the, the plain states, and I'm the, I'm here for it. I've never even – is she even political? I got – as far so, as I'm concerned, does she go around – is she sitting there talking about uh, politics at her concerts maybe? I don't know. I don't think not so. Not that I've ever heard. She did, she did supposedly back Biden in 2020. Like she said she was going to vote for him or something. So – which, which is the other weird thing. Like, everyone's so freaked out. Like, she's going to come out and endorse Biden. Well, she fucking did four years ago. She already well, did well, it. Well, yeah, she already did it. Yes. Like, the, she's, he's running against the same dude. As long as she's going to be like, well, I like Trump now. Like, no, like, I don't, I don't like, think she changed her it's mind. It's like, what, yeah, what would change? What would change? What would be any different? I've, I've noticed that there's been some change since Swifty has arrived in the NFL. And it's, to me, it seems like it's been for the better on a lot of, like, fathers out there that have daughters i've seen lots of videos to where dad will ask the daughter certain you know formations and daughter will regurgitate it like she's been studying it because she's got her best friend out there watching those games so <laughs> i'm impressed by that i mean if that's what it takes hey good luck out there dads that's awesome well my little one my, my little gail little nine-year-old she will now come into the room and chill for a little bit yeah snoop on it game. She'll she'll say you know stay over there and then she has learned some of the Chiefs players more than she knew before. I don't think she knows any formations or she's not going to be calling out some John Gruden Y bananas or anything like that. Ah, uh, these look like they're probably yeah, maybe like 14, 15 year olds. You know, like a little bit older. Oh, yeah, than, well, yeah, a little bit older. Now she definitely pays more attention to it, and and it goes the other way as well. As a father who's a Chiefs fan, I've been slapping the bass quite a bit here lately and i've learned a couple taylor swift songs just to kind of bring everything together you know what i mean so i think it all worked out pretty well is that what made end. you decide to everyone's put... improving is that what made you decide to wear the top knot the other night no, the top knot my everything i don't allergies something's going on everything's been itching and my hair was driving me crazy and i don't want to cut it off so i asked star if she could put it up i didn't really think she could Long Apparently enough. it's long enough that it, it went up, so yeah, I did have my top knot. Last well, samurai over here. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor wasn't too impressed with it. <laughs> I did, it's just I can't imagine why he would be mad about all the hair I have. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> that would secretly mad. He's secretly mad. He just asked me before we started. Before you got on, he asked me. He's like, "Still haven't got a haircut, huh?" <laughs> He's like, no, this is luxurious. Head of hair is staying right there. Okay. I said it to, to you when you came over last weekend. You took your hat off. I was like, damn, dude. Got a bush. That's long. It's almost down to my... I've never had my hair all this long before. Ever. It's a, I'm it's enjoying a big, it. I like it. It's a big fucking cabbage up there. I did bangs I on that I boy. I can do that. I could get like that undercut, that bowl cut, and let the cabbage hair happen. I'm not going to keep <laughs> in like 15. That's just, I don't know, something different. I had short hair for pretty much my entire adult life. Midlife cool, crisis. Man. I don't know. <laughs> it's 
slapping the bass, playing bass all day, and fucking growing my hair out at 41. Call it what you want. Hey, it's good times. Pedro's gonna hate. All right, moving on to uh, wildlife, nature, reserves, and preserves, and the idiocracy that is man. So I think Comptroller Bubs actually posted this one as a his little TikTok about a guy who's like up in Yellowstone National Park, and he's gonna go stick his finger into one of the geysers, like the hot yeah. springs, you know? The title was a little misleading because it's like, oh, and it doesn't go well. Well, it went fine because all we did was like shake his hand and be like, ooh, it's hot. But it got me like thinking and reading this article, <laughs> that that cesspool of boiling ass water doesn't just like, it extends underneath what that guy was standing on. Yeah. Like if that thin crust of earth goes, and he goes into that cauldron. I mean, he's boiled, boiled alive right there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And look into the stories from this article. Apparently, it happens all the fucking time. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers fall in every day. Apparently. Yeah, you get too close yeah. to it. Uh, there's, I mean, there's lots of hiking, of course. But once you're getting close to that stuff, everything's got ropes, barriers. You know, you have the rangers out there keeping that, you know, you can monitor the best you can. But, hey, guess what? Everybody wants to jump those barriers for some reason because it's better. Right. It's a better photo. It's a better video, you know, get all the way up on there next to that. I mean, first of all, that shit stinks, too. I mean, that's pure sulfur. Just, sulfur just fart, nah. thick fart smell. You got to really enjoy yeah. that to be close enough, too. Oof. Yeah, people are crazy. I, I don't. I swear I see a different article every day. I saw one today where it's like, kid falls to his death trying to take a selfie on the edge of a fucking cliff. Like, what What are you doing? Like, well, that's what got me about this article was it said that of all the natural hazards that are in Yellowstone, you, know, you could fall off cliffs, bison, bear, snakes. What? No, it's the hot springs that get the most people. The hot springs kill the most people each year. And I've done the hot springs thing, like, up in Idaho, where you're going, you know, like, I'm in, like, the Snake River, and it's, like, 45 degrees, and you come up on, like, a 120-degree old hot spring, and it mixes together to make a nice little hot tub. But this shit, apparently, is uh, quite a bit hotter, because that's not bubbling up from air and sulfur. I mean, it is, but it's bubbling up also because it's boiling hot. It's literally hot enough to melt the skin right off your bones. But more than that, it's hot enough to actually just melt you. A 25-year-old kid named Colin Scott a few years ago fell into one of these, and they couldn't get in to get his body out. Like, he died pretty much immediately. They couldn't get his body out until the next day when they went back to try to get him. All that was left was his wallet and his flip-flops. Like, everything else boiled away, his bones and everything. Oof, yeah. Also, that's a good-ass wallet. That held up. Yeah, I know. Like, what fucking wallet is that? I need that. Well, even the flip flops for crying out loud. Jeez. <laughs> I was I was having a hard time wrapping my brain around it because okay, if our skin boiled off, I have a leather wallet. I would think the leather would boil away too, but maybe he had like a denim wallet or something. The flip flops are made of like that same stuff that they used to put in the subway bread. I could see that not cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that subway bread yeah. additive. That, so like, do yoga you think, mat stuff. there she is like how, the only thing i can think of when that you remember uh indiana jones and the raiders of the lost ark i the do fucking 
thing came out and the dude's fucking faces all melted off and yes. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed, yeah. That like was that, cool. That, cool. That's had to be what that was like for that kid, like, right? Like, that's... I think that's pretty much what it would be like, yeah. I imagine that the, the skin would start to slough off. Slough off of you. Melt in layers. You go through the skin layer and then you gotta melt through the muscle and then you melt through all the fat and everything else. Each layer until you get to the bone. Ends up looking like an early 90s Tool music video. Another one here, and I think we may actually talked about this in a previous podcast years go by. Uh, 2022, they had to close the abyss pool because a park employee found somebody's foot and shoe. Oh, was all the it was left. And they did like DNA testing on it and found out it was a 70 year old man from L.A. Uh, named uh, Ilhan Ro. Ilhun Ro. Uh, yeah, I guess he had fallen in, and then overnight, same kind of thing, like, boiled up, and all that was left that washed up on shore was a shoe with part of a foot left in it. Sheesh. The moral of the story here is, stay on the path. Stay on the don't path. Don't go to Yellowstone or, at all. Or, just don't go. <laughs> Yellowstone's actually pretty cool to go. Just don't do stupid shit while you're there. You can get out of that place alive. You can. You can. It's... it's <laughs> Thousands make it out yeah, every day. You could it definitely. Sounds risky. It sounds risky. Too. It's it big risky. though. It's really big. So, like I can, I thing, can, I could boil some water on the stove. I don't need to fucking go to Yellowstone to see it. I don't. I just. Yeah, but can you make it smell like sulfur? And can you make a bear be around every corner? Yeah. It's not. That doesn't really make it that much more exciting for me. But. Um, if you want to check out some more stuff that uh, the people being idiots, the the phrase is a tour on like a tourist moron tour on uh there is a instagram page i believe called tourons of yellowstone there's tourons of national parks i was on there earlier actually some fantastic shit of people finger banging geysers <laughs> and trying to flirt with bears and and honey suckling up on elks and moose and shit so if you want to check it out uh it doesn't turn out well for any of them so oh by all yeah, means it does. yeah <laughs> Well, plus, have you seen the TV show? There's a lot of TV show? Mean, mean cowboys out there. So. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Oh, it's like, be careful. There's a Touron's television show? Oh, you mean Yellowstone? Yep, Yellowstone, yeah. Oh, man, Touron's now? television show is a bunch of mean cowboys. It's <laughs> a grizzled old, grizzled old, uh, what's that guy's name with the mustache? Costner? Or Kevin Costner Kevin on Costner. there? Yeah. I know Kevin Costner's on there, but what's the old man that was in Tombstone? Sam uh, oh. Elliott. Sam Elliott. Oh, yeah. Is he on there? Is he on, no. Is he on Yellowstone? He, he was on, like, on, on the spinoffs, wasn't he? Was he on 1883? Oh, yeah. That I could. Yeah. That would fit him better for that, yeah. Do you have to cuss so much, dude? And finally, the sad day. Sad day for... For every, I'll, I mean, movie lovers everywhere. Uh, Carl Weathers, yeah, uh, passed at the age of seventy-six today. Famous for his role as Apollo Creed mm. in the Rocky franchise, uh, Colonel Al Dillon in Predator, yeah, and uh, Chubbs and Chubbs in uh, Happy Gilmore, and Grief Carga, Mandalorian, and Grief Carga, Grief Carga from the Mandalorian. Yep. That's right. Yep. Uh, Dutch from Predator. Well, I, I did say I did say Predator. His real name was Colonel Al Dillon. And oh, Dutch was his I just name. know him by Dutch. 
touch. Sorry, that's my bad. I was trying to be all super specific. I didn't realize, though, Grief Karga, I thought in-universe, was related to Lando Calrissian, and apparently that is not correct. No. I thought this whole time that they were like, like that was his nephew or something, like Lando's nephew. Apparently Which not one? all people of color in the Star Wars universe are related. Yeah. Right. Finn is not related to any of them either. It's the Stormtrooper Finn. He's yeah, Mace Windu is all their parents. Yeah. He's the dad. That's uncle. He's the dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help Lefty Mace out. probably would be like everybody's uncle. Yeah, yeah he's the I fun uncle. Like, he's like, grab my wallet. It. What's, it, what's it say? It says bad motherfucker on it. Yeah, it's, well, this is bad motherfucker on it. That's right. And he's yeah, got a purple... The purple lightsaber, like a pimp staff, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yep. he had to have his own unique color, you know. Like, he's gotta, he's gotta be different. You yeah. Know, for whatever reason, we've we've created Star Wars lore where you got red, green, maybe a blue, but no, no. Let's put purple in he it. He has to have purple. Yeah. There's gonna be a pink one soon. So, what was your favorite Carl Weathers character? Me. Yeah. Dutch. Either one of you, but yeah, you talk. I, I love I Dutch. Love, Dutch. I love Dutch from Predator, man. He died with dignity too. He he died fighting. Spoiler alert! Sorry, guys. Yeah, really. Well, if you haven't seen, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen that yet, you better get to watch it. <laughs> you're probably not gonna see it if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, maybe. Maybe obviously, probably a bit like, obviously, he was amazing in in Rocky as Apollo Creed. I've I've always been, I've always liked him most uh, his comedic role. I I really appreciated his work in Happy Gilmore. No, yeah, I mean he's hilarious, <laughs> Chubbs. You know, like. <laughs> The fucking alligator got my hand, and then he fucking yeah, it in. Allega- the al- it fucking killed him in the end. Like the alligator got him out the window. So, yeah. Chubbs, you know that gator that got your hand? I got yeah. his head. Yeah, yeah no. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. yeah, my favorite would probably have been his role in the Mandalorian because you gotta you gotta be a good guild director in the bounty hunting world, and he did a swell job of it. Well, yeah, and, and he I mean, also I, he actually. Switch sides and got back. Reading the article, he directed some of the episodes of The Mandalorian as well. Yeah, he was actually executive producer for a lot, quite a bit of them. Yeah, and I mean, I that was just that. like last year, so I didn't even know. Like, I can't find anything where it says he was sick or, you know, I'm sure something happened, but he's only 76 and he was still acting last year, so. Now, incredible turn of irony, incredible twist of irony. He was actually at Yellowstone, <laughs> oh my God. reached down to put his hand into oh a geyser. That's terrible. Fell forward. Gator got him. Oh, the gator got him out of there. The, the, gator got him. The fucking molten, boiling mud gator got his ass. Yeah. Fucking gator never purple light. So it doesn't say anything like that? So maybe this was one of those deals where maybe he had, like, health complications, and then they were just the family was keeping it private. Yeah. No, it looked like they were, everything was pretty close to the vest here. There was no, there was nothing in there about what happened, just that he passed. It's kind of like with the P.B. Herman thing. They were, like, quiet about that for a little while. Was that people? No, it was, no. The, it was the Friends guy. The dude from Friends. Oh, you mean... Uh, What's his name? You mean Chandler? Matthew Perry? Yeah, Perry. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, didn't Matthew disclose Perry. what that was right away, but now we all know well, it was. They were waiting for toxicology reports to come back. It could have been that, that Carl got into one of those hot springs and the heat didn't get him, but all the ketamine that he had fucking snorted got him. <laughs> it could be the case also. That's Too soon? terrible. That's terrible. Okay, my bad. We're supposed to be. This is supposed to be an in remembrance, like a, you know, a, a touching tribute. I gave the touching tribute. I did the touching tribute. How long <laughs> do you want me to stay with this? 
Yeah. You've yeah. been hanging out with too many Swifties, bud. You need to calm it down. He's starting to lighten up on us, isn't he? Yeah, you need to calm down. You're the problem. It's you. <laughs> Doctor. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for us this week, folks. Uh, thank you for coming in. Thanks for stopping by. Before we go, uh, gentlemen, this will probably be the last chance we have before the Super Bowl to get uh, words out on the street. Though, actually, I don't know with the way the schedule's been lately. Fuck, we could have a podcast tomorrow. But uh, uh, any parting words of wisdom for the listeners out there? Dr. Junk is looking like fucking Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Got his hands working. So, <laughs> what do you got, Doctor? <laughs> Oh, I used to start talking about the Super Bowl. I'm very excited for the Super Bowl. You know, I, I just think we're going to win. But I, I will say, uh, do you guys know how the park ranger describes the beauty of Yellowstone? I don't. This, this I is don't in, the hand, in the handbook. It's, it's unbearably stunning. Oh, how cute. I thought it was going to have something to do with, like, peeing on a stone, and it's yellow, and then, you know, you got, like, a, like a urine stone, and then somehow it meshes into like ah it's Yellowstone ha 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 (laughs) (laughs) whatever sense that made (laughs) anyway I get uh, it yeah thanks time for the Super Bowl go Chiefs we're gonna win hell yeah go Chiefs hey have a great Super Bowl party everybody get get one going get all the family together make it a family reunion it's gonna be a great one let's pull off that win and then go to the parade And then make sure that everybody, uh, once Taylor comes out there to brainwash you, make sure you put your tinfoil hats on so she can't get through to your your soft tissue up there. Yeah, if she starts talking political, just put your earmuffs on. She already got me. I went and got my 12th booster yesterday. Did you already pre-vote and all that, too? Did you already get all that early voting done and everything? Yeah, I voted for me and both my neighbors that died. uh, Oh, you voted? Okay, you used... All right, excellent. So you got three in there. I got three votes right now. Yes. Vote early, vote often. That's right. The psychiatric obstetrician told me to. All right. Thanks for coming in, everybody. Thanks for stopping by, and we will catch you next week. Go Chiefs. Later. See ya.